What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Daisy J with Demanding a Better Me podcast. Hope you guys are having a great Wednesday. It is What's Up Wednesday, so let's get right into it. If you know me, know this ain't my first way. Certified everywhere, ain't got a premium resume. It's your girl, Daisy J. I pull up underlay. R.P. the Nate, dog. I had to regulate. <laughs> really, nigga? Okay, so I missed you guys. So much has been going on. Literally for the past two weeks, I was consumed with the um, anger, Amber Geiger trial uh, that was going on. Uh, for those of you who are new, I am from Dallas, Texas. I live in Dallas, Texas, um, or a suburb of Dallas, Texas, rather. And so... Um, the city was just on lock. <laughs> like we all were tuned in and I just, I had to, you know, take a break from demanding a better me because I was very emotional about everything that was going on. And so it consumed my world. And then over the weekend, I detoxed because my baby turned, my oldest baby turned 12 years old. And uh, we just did all these fun things with her. Took her to Cheesecake Factory, which is one of her favorite restaurants. And then I took her to the Chris Brown concert. It was lit. Chris Brown does an amazing show. Shout out to him, Ty Dolla Sign, uh, Tory Lanez, Jordan Lucas, and Yellow Beezy, who is from D-Town, Dallas. Yes. Okay. So anyways, I have a couple of things to talk about. Um, One of them is a recent situation that I want to talk about. And I'm going to apologize now to the person that may be listening to this. It's not shade. It's just, you know, demand a better me is my life. And, you know, my ultimate goal in life is to be a media mogul, media influencer. So I'm very transparent. I talk about everything that's going on. I don't really sweep much under the rug these days because, you know, demand a better me is my diary. So check yourself at the door. Get out your feelings. Um, it's all love, you know, we got history, so no biggie. Okay, so y'all, I'm going on a trip. Now, I'm going to trip y'all out because uh, this is so not me. First of all, y'all know I don't like flying, but I'll, I'll do some shit, but I don't like flying. I prefer to drive. So Friday, I will be going to um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City to see Megan the Stallion. I am so crunk about this. Uh, my friend um, who lives in Oklahoma, she hit me up and was like, hey, you want to go see Megan the Stallion? She coming to Oklahoma. And I'm like, well, at first we were trying to get the Dallas show, but it never would show up. And anyways, we ended up being the Oklahoma show. And then here it is two weeks later. She gonna be in Dallas, but it's all good. So, anyways, um, so yeah, I'm gonna go see her, and um, so that was that. So I, you know, I was ready to drive to Oklahoma for that, but then my girl hit me up a couple of days later, like, "Hey, you want to go to Atlanta the, the next day, like Atlanta, Georgia?" And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What is happening?" <laughs> so. I'm going to fly now. So I'm flying to Oklahoma from Dallas. See Megan Thee Stallion. The next day, 6 o'clock in the morning, flying to Atlanta to kick it. Sunday, flying back to Dallas. Y'all, three three days, three planes. I want to do a whole YouTube series about it. All the little things I'm going to do. But anyways, so what happened was the reason why I'm like bringing this up is because my friend ended up having to back out of the trip, which is no cool. You know, shit happens. Life happens. I get it. You know, very understanding person. And so 
my friend, um, you know, she, I, I think she was able to get her money back on her flight or how she booked it. I don't know. But anyways, the, um, I couldn't get my money back on my flight, my Atlanta flight. They were like, you either use it or lose it because I didn't put the trip protection, which please, ma'am, please, sir, pay the extra $30 in for trip protection. Cause I thought I did, but I got that confused with my flight, my other flight. Cause I'm taking two different airlines. So anyways, to each his own stuff, you know, stuff happens, life happens, you make mistakes, you learn from mistakes, it is what it is. So now I gotta go to Atlanta. Okay, y'all, so basically I've come to the conclusion that I'm going to Atlanta and I didn't want to go by myself. So I invited one of my friends to go and I get it, 24 hours in the city is a little crazy, but you only live once and I mean, it's a good opportunity to go see something, you know, amazing. Atlanta is beautiful. They have all these things that you could do. Um, and so I will check the flights and I call my friend. Well, I text my friend and he was like hesitant, you know. So I took the hint and I was just like, you know what, girl, you just going to end up going by yourself, which is cool. Because sometimes you do, you know, have to experience certain things on your own. But companionship is cool. Like, it's cool to have somebody with you to share these experiences. And plus, with my logic of thinking, I'm like, okay, we're going to be going to these great places. He could be filming for my YouTube for me. You know what I'm saying? too? because he don't like being in front of the camera. So at least he could hold the camera while I, you know, film, talk about what we're doing, where we're going, where we're at or whatever. And it would just be fun. I thought it would be fun for him to see me in action because ever since, <clears throat> excuse me, I've started this journey. He's been along for the ride, but he hasn't really seen how my process works. <clears throat> I'm very proud of demanding a better me. And you know, he's really encouraged me because when I, he was one of the first people I told that I wanted to do this and he was very encouraging about it, which, which anything really, um, that I've done, he's been like 100% like had my back or either gave me the pros and cons of a situation. So he's a really good friend. I think that friends like that, you know, you just have to value. And so anyways, um, I didn't get upset. I was just like, okay, you know what? You can't go. I'm not going to trip out about it. Um, I just came to the conclusion that I'm just going to go by myself. And so, like I said, my cousin lives in Atlanta. So, I hit her up. We planning to do some stuff. Cool. Okay, so first of all, who says that a happily ever after or um, a happy ending has to be marriage? Okay, that's what I want to talk about today, too. Um this kind of dwells in my spirit, you know what I'm saying? Because I was at one point one of those people like, okay, I'm not buying a house until I get my significant other um, or boyfriend or whatever. Um, you know, that's something I want to do with them. And once I turned 30, it literally, that escaped me. That thought, that mindset escaped me because I was like, girl, you're making some decent ass money. You, you know, you've been maintaining um, your kids, you know, you're taking care of your kids and shit. 
what the fuck is stopping you from like other goals in your life? Like, why does it have to be if I get with this man, everything is going to make sense for me? And so um, another big thing with that, though, that I always talk about. So I'm going to beat this into y'all once again is that you have to love yourself. You have to be enough for you. So once you're enough for you, anything else that comes, you know, it just comes, you know, um, honestly, like I'm gonna be real candid with y'all. Like, yeah, I would love, I would love to be in a relationship right now. Um, to have a boyfriend, you know, I have friends, I have, you know, best friends and shit that I could, you know, tell my heart's desires to, but there's like certain things that I want to share with, with a mister because, I know my mister would be my best friend, but not only that, it's just that male perspective from somebody who you love, who you sleep with, who you, you know, you just sharing all of those desires with is wanted, you know, but I can't just sit on my hands and not do shit because I'm waiting on that person to come because you know what, what if that perfect person doesn't come until I'm fucking 50? That's, you know, like that's that's a harsh reality like shit you're gonna wait till you 50 years old to finally you know be where you want to be in life I'm not fucking doing that so I pursued the man in the bed of me hard I pursued my career I take care of my kids you know trust and believing in God that you know he'll make whatever provisions that Daisy J requires that he'll you know he'll Make it happen for me, but I just gotta stay consistent, and I just gotta make sure that I love Daisy because I love her. I make sure that I stay in love with her. I make sure that I take care of her. The biggest thing too is I gotta make sure I continue to take care of her physically and mentally. It's like my whole thing. So yeah, she's back in the gym. She's eating. I've always been eating right, but you know she's eating the right things. Um, I scared myself last week. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing, too, is that as a parent, you put yourself on hold to make sure everything is good for your kids. You know, my daughter had a birthday party and everything and um, a whole birthday week of stuff that we were doing. And the whole time I'm in pain. I mean, pain. OK, I can, you know, these little fake little smiles, you know, going and oh, oh, yeah, girl, you know, I'm all excited and shit like I'm in pain, okay? I was in pain at dinner. I was in pain at the at um the Chris Brown concert in pain, okay? But I wanted my daughter to have the best 12th birthday ever. <laughs> I want I didn't give a fuck. I told my sister, I was like, I don't care. Um, we'll, you know, we'll do what you gotta do after the fact. But I was like, I'm not like ruining her birthday. I'm going to make sure that she has a good birthday. Um, all this planning that we have been doing, I wanted, you know, it to be done. And then after all of it, we finally, you know, went to the hospital. I'm good. Got some medication, you know, gonna keep moving, pursuing life. And my sister is like, we're not doing this again. I was like, we're not. You're right. You know, this was, this was the first time for everything. I mean, like when they were babies, of course, I was sacrificed more, you know, um, of myself. But the older I get, I have to put me first. Make sure that they good, but always keep me first because I'm the one that's paying the bills and providing the way. So without me, it won't be possible. And that's not being cocky. That's real shit, you know. So, yeah, y'all, I want to speak on that real quick and let y'all know that um, not being married at a certain age, not um, hell, 
not letting marriage be like your happy ending is okay. It's okay to be by yourself and love your fucking self. Because I I know people that are in toxic ass relationships. I know this one girl, she go through so much shit that I don't I don't even like her. I don't like her because of the shit that she's going through. Because she's literally sitting here allowing life to whoop the fuck out of her. And I'm like, I'm not accepting no TKO. I ain't doing it. No, ain't no taking Daisy out. Fuck no. I'm going to fight my way through. And if that means that I'm going to be by myself because I choose to love me instead of put up with a bullshit relationship, then that's what I'm going to do <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, and you can quote me on that shit. Like, I just, I can't. I don't understand that. Even friendships, if y'all feel like your friendship is toxic because it doesn't even have to be a negative person. They could be the happiest person on fucking earth. But the shit that they allow themselves to go with, I can't fuck with. I'm not doing it. I'm getting too old (laughs) and I'm not saying it like, oh, I'm 50. I'm 32, but peace of mind is more important to me. If I'm by myself taking care of my kids and my family's good, that's all I really need. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Um, It's one of those things you have to come to and be like, okay, what can I do to make sure I'm good? Fuck all that other stuff. What can I do to make sure that I get my peace? You know what I'm saying? I say all the time, I live in a fucking shack on the beach. You know what I'm saying? As long as I'm able to make money, my kids is Gucci. I don't, I don't have no, like, I don't want to be no parts of this shit. <laughs> I'll meet a dude, go on a date. The first date tells me everything. People be like, no, they take their representative. Not everybody. Some people, you can literally weed through the bullshit. Literally. It doesn't take much, you know. And I'm just not for it. That's why I'll, I'll pick friendship. You know what I'm saying? And I can say, too. I've had some pretty successful relationships. Some shit, everything doesn't end like horribly. You just realize that you and that person are not on the same wave or on the same vibe. And it's okay. Um, I'm not going to conform or change. You know what I'm saying? My beliefs, like I love, you know, the Lord. I love Jesus. I pray to God. You know what I'm saying? And if the person I'm with can't get with that, then it's like, okay, buddy, well, you know, safe travels, <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying it. Oh yeah. I'm at church every Sunday and I'm no, not at all. I'm very, I have so many imperfections, but I just can't get with it. If my spirit can't get with it, I can't get with it. Period. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it is what it is. So yeah, all relationships that I've had, like I said, I can say I've had some city, some, some pretty, successful situations not each one you know what I'm saying but for the majority we're all cool and that's a that's a normal trait of an Aquarius too is that we'll we can be you know friends with our exes and it not be anything else we're not fucking them you know we're not entertaining them it's literally a friendship somebody you can call hey I'm moving can you help me um hey I ran out of you know gas can you come assist me I'm talking about shit like that real ass friendships real ass friendships so anyways yeah um that was something that I really wanted to talk to you guys about I mean, let's dig deeper. Let's find, you know, better strategies, you know, to get through some of these things. Let's stop letting other people dictate what our happiness is. Um, You alone, you know, set up what you need as far as um, your happiness. You make you happy. Because really, how you going to expect to make somebody else happy if you ain't happy?
Let's be clear. You have to be able to make yourself happy so that way you know what you want and what know what you need, how you want to move in this situation. Then once you get one and y'all start dating, if there's things that you don't like, yeah, you can bring them to their attention. If they're just not willing to compromise or change, leave them alone. No settling, no potential situations. I told y'all that a few shows ago, no more potential. I need you to have it all. If you ain't got it all, I'm willing to wait for the person that do. Because at the end of the day, I want to be happy. Not halfway happy, not sometimes I'm happy. No, I want to be genuinely happy with you. No, we're not going to be perfect. No, we're not going to always um, agree, you know what I'm saying, on um, things that we want to do. But in a relationship, there's compromise. And if, you know, you're willing to compromise and I'm willing to compromise, well, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's that on that subject. I need a little bit. So, anyways, yeah, y'all. And then um, in other news, one of my friends wanted me to talk about, um, you know, your friends dating your exes. And in particular, her situation is she found out that her friend and her baby daddy uh was messing around this is my thing on that that bitch was never your friend to begin with because baby daddies and ex-husbands are off limits period now um (laughs) others that's fair game to me because if it didn't work out with you and that person then who knows you know your friend could be the very very well be their soulmate when it comes to matters of the heart now, why do I say baby daddies and husbands off limits? Because you're going to have to see them all the time. Like, I'm going to give you an example. Let's say my best friend and my baby daddy start dating. And then they end up getting married. Well, guess what? My kids go there on the weekends. So, I'm going to have to see you and her, which is something I pretty much can't stomach. Because y'all probably was sneaking around instead of, like, us sitting down as a collective I mean, if you're an adult and you've moved on, you in some situations, you could be like, pass. You know what I'm saying? You you know, go ahead, girl, shoot your shot. Because um, I can definitely say that about dudes that I've talked to. Like, I realize, oh, you, I've done that before, actually, where I've talked to a dude and be like, you're not for me, but I know somebody that you would be good for. And it's not that the dude is a bad person. It's just there are certain things that I'm looking for and that person might not have it, you know? And then... If I don't get that tingly soulmate feeling, then I'm not really willing to just waste my time like this. Like, somebody out there has to understand where I'm coming from. (laughs) Like, I just, I can't do it. But girl, I'm going to tell you straight up, that girl is not your friend. I just feel like the older we get, and then, you know, I'll be watching, um, damn, this is us. And, you know, Jack died, and then his best friend got got with Rebecca. And I don't see that as a bad thing because Jack died. You know what I'm saying? And they was old as hell when they got together. Like they was in their fucking 60s, 50s and 60s when they got together. So it's not like Rebecca and old boy was fucking around. They just knew each other forever. Familiar faces, familiar situations. You know what I'm saying? Placed them together because they actually found each other on Facebook. It's how they reconnected after Jack died, like years after Jack died, because all the kids was grown. It wasn't like his name Miguel. That's what it was. It wasn't like Miguel was out here, like, pining after Rebecca and, you know, trying to get with Rebecca while she was with Jack. Um, It just years later, you know, and they were friends, you know what I'm saying? So 
the situation progressed into what it is today. So that's how I look at it. You know, that's that's adulting. Even though her husband died. Like if Jack was alive now, I don't think that um Mahud and Miguel would have got together because Jack was her person. But you know, shit happens. So I'm saying it like this, like there is girl code, you know, that you should abide by. Baby daddies and husbands is off limits. Because to me, it's like you was looking at that nigga, trying to fuck with that nigga. And, that, and that's, you know, I get it. But if it's just a person that you dated and it didn't work out, you know, and you you know you see the compatibility between you and, I mean, between your friend and that person, let it be. You know what I'm saying? Be a grown up. Because... I'm pretty sure 80% out of the, of the time, you already with somebody else. <laughs> so, it shouldn't... Because that's how men function. Men function like that. They homeboy date somebody, and it don't work out. And then the other homeboy will swoop in, and he'll start fucking with her, and they actually make it. That shit happens all the time. Dudes deal with this shit, like, good. And I think that's what it is. I have a male perspective. You know, I'm a, I have a male way of thinking. Because females, y'all always want to fight and shit. And then the nigga probably even wasn't worth shit. Like, he wasn't worth shit to you. You just want to fight just to fight. Let that shit go. Let that nigga be. So, anyways, that's that. That's today's show. I, uh, like I said, I will be posting on my YouTube page um, a, tr a video from my trip. Three, three planes in three days. Um, so y'all get ready and stay tuned. Shout out to my baby. She 12. I'm so proud of you, Kiki. I love you so much. Love you too, Gray Ray. And, um, shout out to everybody like that's been coming onto the show, helping me trying to reach my goal, hundred shows, um, before 2020. Um, shout out to, you know, uh, my, my staff, which is me and my homie. We've been really trying to do some things here and so far so good. I am very pleased with all the changes that we've made. And yeah, <laughs> before we go, I want to let you know that you are important. You do matter and you do have purpose. Um, sometimes we go through storms where things don't make sense to us, but we can weather these storms, especially um, if you have somebody, you know, that you can hold on to and talk to. Um, to help you get through these problems that you may be having. I know that I have a village. I have a, you know, a bunch of people around me that I'm able to speak with. But I have you too. You know what I'm saying? Everything that I say on this platform, um, you know, how open I am. I'm confiding in you guys. You know, you guys are my therapy. Sometimes I can't make it, you know, in to talk to my therapist or make a phone call, you know, to get some things out real quick. And I just need to do a quick recording, get it out there and boom, anxiety gone. So if you are, you know, dealing with something, please know that I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is you're going through, I'm praying for you that you're pulling through. I want you to know you have purpose, you know, and leaving us. That's, that should be the last thing you should be thinking about. You know, let's try to rebuild and be great. So, it's my What's Up Wednesday. It's your girl, Daisy J. And as always, I'm demanding a better me. Bye.